Today's episode is brought to you by University Credit Union. University Credit Union invites LMU students, alumni, staff, and faculty to open a university checking account. You can earn up to 5% APY on your university checking account for the banking you already do. Visit ucu.org to join today. Federally insured by NCUA, terms and conditions apply. It's time for Conversations with Craig. LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintins takes you behind the scenes with the Lions, the West Coast Conference, and Collegiate Athletics. And now, our host, Athletic Director Craig Pintins. All right, welcome to Conversations with Craig. We are in Episode 9. And as is tradition, we try to pick a famous athlete that wore number nine. There are some great choices, Gordie Howe, uh, Joe DiMaggio, but I'm going to go with Jolton Joe. We are on the West Coast, and, and Jolton Joe obviously meant so much to the state of California being uh, from the great city of San Francisco. So this episode is dedicated to Jolton Joe, and I am extremely excited today to be joined by some of the very best student athletes that we have because they are not only standouts in in their particular sport but they do a great job of rallying the support of our other student athletes and they're real leaders because we have the executive board of our student athlete advisory council SAC that when so when you hear SAC that's that is the group that we have here today and so we have got Simeon Paul, Poppy Frost, Emma Rolander and Simone Handy here with us, and we are very thrilled to have them. So we'll kind of jump right in. You know, obviously this is a, a much different school year in, in general, because we're starting out virtual. How have you adapted in the first week, uh, first week and a half of, of classes? And I'll start with you, Simeon, because you're, you're, you're on the left hand of my screen. So that's, <laughs> that's how we're doing this. Um. I guess it's just been like different. Like I wake up, my bed's right behind me. I'm at my desk right now. So I roll out of bed and I just have to bike to campus to go to class or anything. So it saves me like 30 minutes of my day. You, so wait a second. I mean, you're on the cross country team. You bike to campus. Is that like cross training for you or, or how does that work? I, I just figured you ran everywhere. <laughs> no, it's, uh, I would drive, but like I live right off the back. It's on Gonzaga. So like, to do that half mile drive just doesn't make sense. So biking's the next best option. Perfect. Uh, what about you, Poppy? Poppy is is from our uh, LMU rowing team. Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest thing is I don't have to wake up for practice, so I'm a little bit more well rested <laughs> for classes. Um, what time are you waking up in, in a normal situation in the fall when you're or in the spring even when you're training? You're on the water pretty early. What time, are, what time does your alarm go off? And do you have any time at all? Do you hit snooze or do you just, I have 13 minutes to get this done. How do you operate? For sure, first alarm goes off at 5.05 and then the get up alarm goes at 5.10. So five, you give yourself a five minute buffer. I like it, that's good. <laughs> how, but how has virtual learning been for you thus far? Um, it's been good. Um, I've kept on like talking to my professors, even though we are virtual learning um, and just kind of keeping that up and making sure I go to all my classes and are present every single day. 
Perfect. All right. Uh, what about you, Emma? How's it been thus far? It's been pretty good. It's been the uh, first two weeks have been definitely getting into a routine of figuring out what virtual learning looks like, what's due in all my classes, um, how my professors are going to operate, like all the technical difficulties that have been coming with Zoom, as I'm sure everyone kind of is feeling. But uh, so far, so good. I mean, class, class load is not super high right now. So uh, I'm sure it'll ramp up in the next couple of uh, weeks and we will, uh, yeah, get the ball rolling again. But it's been pretty good so far. That leaves you, Simone. Um, I think virtual learning has been good as well. Um, my teachers have been very accommodating and they've been helping us like try to see things um, a little more clearly with their PowerPoints and sharing them. And I also find it very helpful that all the lectures are recorded so I can just go back whenever I need to, to like reference whatever subject I might've struggled with. So um, I think virtual learning has been very helpful in terms of being able to like see exactly what we talked about in class once again. So. So it's a great thing uh, to actually have some of you back on campus uh, for, for training and hopefully, uh, hopefully your seasons will, the fall seasons will take place in the spring and the spring seasons will happen as scheduled. So we'll stay tuned on that one. Maybe it, just talk a little bit about what SAC is and what it does for student athletes and, and really the, the, the influence that you can have not only within our department but on the larger university community. So what what exactly is SAC? Anybody can answer that one. I guess I um, I guess the way that I always thought about it was kind of like uh, how players have like player associations and it's kind of like that. Um, athletics oversees us but like I guess we're kind of blessed in the fact that we have like a lot of operating room underneath that umbrella and that we're able to just um, like meet as student athletes, talk about issues that are important to us and then come together and find solutions to that, whether it might be seeing what resources are available for student athletes you might be having, um, like coach disputes, um, and then trying to get them in contact with our uh, FAR or something or um if there's just something that's important to somebody like education and minority communities that we like reach out and we try and figure out things that we can do as student athletes that both represent us as student athletes and the athletics department as a whole as like a good community, but then also just like the way that we can all come together to make sure that while we're representing ourselves that we're all happy in doing so. Yeah, to piggyback off that, I would kind of just say it's a group of leaders throughout the athletic community who um, give all the athletes across the board kind of a voice to kind of be passionate about what they want to be passionate about and support one another. And I think we've been able to build a really cool athletic, a really strong and cool athletic community through SAC. And I just think it's been a really cool opportunity to give people voices and uh, yeah, to echo what Simeon said, just to support one another um, at LMU. And obviously in any given year, obviously the executive board can, is going to rotate. And so when you get into those type of leadership uh, opportunities in any student organization, you always have some initiatives. And since it's a election year, everybody has a platform or, or something that they want to stand up on. And I know there's two really important initiatives. We've got the Lion Moves Initiative and the LMU Vote Initiative. Maybe uh, let's talk about the Lion Moves Initiative first and, and just provide a little bit of background on what we're trying to do uh, in, in getting out to the schools and into the community. Yeah, so 
year really did not only make this like a great year for athletics, but um, also make it a great year for athletics in our outside communities. I know that LMU were ranked pretty high in terms of overall campus community service. So I think we're excited to start that trend and continue that trend. Um, but our first initiative is Lion Moves. Um, it's an educational program that athletics started and is pairing up with SAC um, to engage our local schools with coaches and athletes with the students at um, various schools. I think we have seven right now who are possibly going to join. Um, but it focuses on like learning, inclusiveness, ways to exercise and nutrition. And one of the big parts is just to really just be an extra resource um, for our younger generation and um, just show how they can grow not only as potential athletes or um, like on the field, but also like in the classroom and as a person. And we're just going to be an extra voice for them through line moves. Yeah, that's a, it's a great program and a great initiative. And it obviously ties in extremely well with Jesuit education because ultimately uh, we do want to create individuals uh, for others. You know, that's really a, a tenet of Jesuit education and, and caring for the whole person. So it's a great opportunity for our student athletes to get out in the community and, and really make an impact on the, the greater world. Well, let's talk about, you know, we're, here we are on uh, obviously a pretty historic day. We're taping this, filming this on 9-11, um, but there's, with the, the vote coming up in November, obviously the presidential election and, and local elections as well, uh, student athletes have really done a great job of trying to get the vote out. And I know SAC has partnered with that. Maybe just give us an idea of, of what, how that's going thus far and, and what the plans are in the next couple months. Yeah, so um, we have taken on and started this voting initiative by SAC, which has been a super awesome um, initiative to lead, especially at such a kind of monumental place in our culture and our society right now. Um, we, it's going really well. We have partnered with different campus organizations to kind of um, get this out across all of campus and get everyone on board to vote. And so that's been really awesome to kind of partner with other organizations and uh, get everyone registered. I think um, so far so good. Um, I think over half our teams are all now fully registered. So we just keep to hope to continue that momentum. And uh, yeah, election day is coming up soon. So go register to vote if you have not already. All right. What is, what we're going to, that's great information, uh, but let's let's dive into something a little bit more fun here. Uh, not that voting isn't fun. Uh, in fact, I am on my last day of jury duty today, uh, which is a, a byproduct of registering to vote. And as you can see, I'm not currently at a courthouse, so I uh, successfully completed my civic duty and was not on a jury this week. So I'm happy about that. But let's uh, digress a little bit. And what is the one thing that you miss the most about coming to LMU every single day? And I'm going to start with you, Simone. Um, I think the interaction, just like being around everyone and just being at LMU, I feel like a lot of people go to LMU and they're like instantly like this is one of the friendliest campuses I've ever been to like if you're around people say hi like I don't know I just feel like it's a really positive very opening and welcoming environment um 
And to go off that, um, I would also say I miss coffee cart because I loved the Elmi coffee cart. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would just say being in campus. So yeah. We need to, maybe we need to get a, a coffee cart right out, uh, you know, socially distant one right outside the, the uh, now relocated outdoor weight room or on Drollinger when you're out there training in the morning. I can see Emma's already shaking her head. So maybe that's something we need to look into. What about you, Poppy? What do you, what do you miss most about coming to campus every day? Um, I think it would just have to be like the view. I just walking on campus. It's always so beautiful. And I'm someone that likes to take the, the longer route to have the, the pretty view of the bluff. Um, but yeah, I think that as well as I definitely miss like the community that LMU has and seeing like familiar faces every day. Yeah. Damien, after you ride your bike in, cause that's, we've established that's how you get here. <laughs> what, uh, what, what's that like when you're here? What, what do you miss the most about after that bike arrives on campus? Um, I guess there are two things. I guess one is just like the classes and classroom atmosphere. Um, I've met like a lot of great people through like classes that I've taken as well as like met some like really amazing faculty. So that's always been like something that like I love coming to school for and just being able to see. Um, and then also I guess just like hearing how like the younger kids are doing in their days. Like you don't really get to hear it as much because it's not like somebody had like something horrible or something great happened to them they fell in love five times in the same day like I just I don't know I guess those are the two things that I really miss and I also look forward to when we go back listen to you Simeon you're like a, a wise old owl here just <laughs> you know talking about these young kids coming up and they're you know what they're what they're dealing with so I, you clearly have grown as a as a person to to refer to all your teammates and those incoming freshmen and underclassmen <laughs> as, as young kids. So that, that's great. Great stuff. All right, Emma, you're up. What do you miss the most? I think I just miss people. I think that is the center of our campus. I think I kind of everyone kind of touched on it. Like everyone misses seeing people every day, talking, having conversations, having walks, going to the coffee cart with friends or teammates after practice and all the kind of stuff in between that having events and things to do and see in person. I think that is huge and something I've definitely missed not being at campus. And I just, yeah, I just miss the normal campus life where we're all walking around with smiles on our faces and uh, training and doing all the things that we love um, LMU for. So yeah, kind of everything, but the people would have to be the biggest thing. Oh uh, yeah. I, I think everybody touched on a lot of the, the same things and that's the thing I miss the most about uh, not being on campus every day or even, you know, the, the few times that I have come to campus, not seeing our, our student athletes every day is, is really what I miss. I mean, look, I, I miss some of the coaches at times. Sometimes I don't. I think student athletes probably feel the same way. Um, and, you know, obviously the people you work with on a daily basis, but just having the interaction with the, the student athlete, just seeing them around, uh, whether it's in training or in competition or just seeing somebody on campus, uh, you, you miss out on that. And that's a, a really, really tough thing. Um, but let's look at something positive. Uh, let's talk a little bit. We've got two women's soccer uh, student athletes here. What were you most looking forward to in the, the Jenny Binden era, who apparently, you know, Coach Binden is now apparently taking a red shirt here because doesn't we don't know when we're going to play again so what were you most looking forward to and what's that transition been like 
Um, I think just being able to learn from Olympian in itself is just an incredible opportunity. Um, I think that Coach Jenny um, has so much to offer our team and so much experience and so much, um, you know, experience at the professional level, um, which is really exciting. And then she also came from uh, a team that was, you know, very well known and very competitive. And so I think that's very exciting for our team because she's really been instilling those qualities of like competitiveness and just, um, you know, becoming elite athletes. And so um, I'm really excited to work with Coach Jenny. And um, I think she just has a very positive attitude and a wealth of um, experience and knowledge that she can really help us grow as a team. So um, I'm really excited for that. And I think she's a great person. And um, I'll let Emma say anything else you might have to add to that. So yeah, I'm going to echo off Simone. I think she's just kind of come in and really created a positive culture where, um, and a really competitive culture where we all want to work for each other. We all want to, um, create a program that is winning and, um, is supportive of one, one another. And I think she has definitely done that thus far. I think she has definitely come in in some challenging times having to, she barely knows us and having to learn us, um, through meeting, through weekly meetings during COVID. And then now, um, with some some socially distant practices that we've been allowed to have on campus, which has been awesome and a cool introduction. But yeah, I'm really excited for the future with her and for what she can do with our program. I think we are headed in a really great direction and it's really cool to be along for the ride. And Poppy, uh, maybe your season obviously gets cut short right in the middle. Um, and, and really for those that are unfamiliar with rowing, everything is kind of geared toward the conference championship at the end of the year, because that determines who goes to the NCAA uh, tournament. And as a result of that, obviously season gets cut short. What are you most looking forward to for your team uh, going forward in, in the spring here? Yeah, definitely. Um, our COVID uh, meetings throughout the summer, we talked about like being present in the moment. Um, a lot of our seniors kind of left saying that that was the one thing that they wish they had done before COVID because you don't know um, when things are going to end. You don't know if it's going to be your last day on the water or your last day of practice in the training room, um, especially like in these unprecedented times or even with an injury. So I think we're really just excited to like be present, be there, like be with our teammates. Um, and yeah, and I mean, championships are still on for right now. So I'm looking forward to that too. <laughs> All right, and, and Simeon, uh, I know you were a little banged up in the spring with the foot, saw the walking boot. I don't know how that affected your bike riding. I don't know if you got a ride to campus or you have on the back of somebody's bike, but I, I would assume you're healthy now and training. What are, yeah. you, what are you most looking forward to? And, and look, it's going to be interesting because cross-country and indoor-outdoor, it's going to be kind of a jumbled, uh, jumbled mess in the spring. So what, uh, yeah. what are you looking forward to? Um, I guess just being able to get back out there and start running again. Like right now I'm getting back into shape still got to lose a lot of that injury weight, but, um, I guess just being able to get back out there with my teammates, beat Pepperdine every day, you know, all the good things in life. Um, but yeah, I think just for real, like being able to, you know, just have the normal interactions, like kind of to pop these point about just being present I didn't think that like in my years of college, like I would get to the point where like I'm at my last 
cross country season and I have a couple more track seasons left where I wouldn't even know if I would ever get to run them because of a pandemic, you know, so um, just trying to not take the interactions that I am blessed to have for granted and moving forward every day, just like happy to be a part of what I'm a part of. Well, that's great, great advice uh, from from everyone. And, and Simeon, I appreciate you throwing a little bit of shade at Pepperdine. That was much appreciated. Uh, very well, very well played. You just kind of casually threw that in there. That was that was well done. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, this kind of uh, wraps up. Unless there's anything else, is there anything anybody wants to share just about SAC and maybe for the student athletes that might be listening, how can a student athlete get involved in SAC? Um, just kind of show up to the meetings. Like every team has a representative, I think, that's uh, participating in SAC this year. So like you want to join, come in and join. Um, like the we always send out an email with the Zoom link now. So when we have our meetings, like anybody's more than welcome to come in. There's no pizza, obviously, because it's virtual, but um, we'd still love to see new faces, um, especially as we kick off our newer in- initiatives and continuing our old ones, like the mental health initiative and like trying to see what we can do with other um, groups on campus. Well, it, it uh, you, you nailed it, Simeon, and, and really SAC is an important part of, of being a student athlete. I think the student athletes even more so than ever have an important voice in any athletic department and, and with any within any university. Uh, so we appreciate everybody's leadership. Looking forward to having a great year, however the year turns out, because obviously it's pretty unpredictable. And uh, I think everybody at this point is is well prepared to pivot. And that's the great thing about athletics is we're able to pivot on a moment's notice just by the nature of, of being connected to a sport. So we thank Simeon, Poppy, Simone, and Emma for joining us. And go Lions. This was episode nine of Conversations with Craig, Mr. Coffee episode, Joe DiMaggio. Thank you. Lions, thank you for listening to Conversations with Craig. Join us next month as LMU Athletic Director Craig Pintons continues to take you behind the scenes with the Lions.